Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Free record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Happy Friday, everybody. Bob Getty and Luke Johnson from the First Bank Studios in Laurel, Mississippi this afternoon. Dalton Sanford back at the First Bank Studio in Hattiesburg. Welcome to the Eagle Hour. Glad you're with us as we wrap up another week of Southern Miss Sports Talk. Opening segment of the show sponsored, as always, by Dickey's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of Southern Miss and Southern Miss Athletics. You can enjoy their delicious meats cooked in-house each and every day, seven days a week. And if you've got a special event coming up, large or small, the guys and girls at Dickey's Barbecue Pit can handle it for you. The food's always delicious, and we thank them very much for their support of Southern Miss Athletics. All right, so some good news this afternoon. A former Southern Miss baseball player who has a big, big night. We're going to have him on the show a little later, as we always enjoy talking about the success of former Southern Miss athletes. A big success story last night out of Jones County. Also, we're going to review the uh, action from Conference USA last night, take a look at the standings as we uh, now kind of enter the countdown for the Conference USA postseason baseball tournament. First up on the show today, our good buddy and no stranger to the show, Jack Duggan, the old left-hander, the sports information director extraordinaire for Southern Miss. And, uh, Jack, welcome back to the Eagle Hour. Well, thanks for having me, Bob. I appreciate it. Uh, always enjoy talking to you guys. I think you and Reggie call your head-to-head with most appearances. And, Jack, <laughs> that'll be the only time in your life that you, somebody will tell you that you're head-to-head with Reggie Collier in a competition. Will you agree with that? I would probably have to agree with that. It certainly would never <laughs> – it never would be in a uh, – fit. Uh, a, a test of speed, I can assure you. I uh, I was thinking Reggie would run the triple option a lot quicker than I ever would. <laughs> Probably a safe bet there, Jack. Yeah, but that's a pretty high bar, right, <laughs> Reggie Collier? That's so. a that's a pretty high bar. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jack. So a disappointing loss last night for the Golden Eagles. Uh, and the baseball team has has had great moments and, and not so great moments. As you look at it, as the sports information director, statistically and overall, tell us how this team this year has compared to last year's team. And let's start offensively. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's, it's it's kind of when you're in the middle of it, it's kind of tough to 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 compare teams. I, you know, I, I obviously I think last year's team probably was 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 a little better offensively, um, mm-hmm. and and if you look at it, you know you you've got you've had three you've had three freshmen in your lineup for majority of the year this year. So you know right. LeBlanc has, has played a good bit, uh, uh, Lynch has played a good bit down at third base, and 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 Will McGillis short. So. You know, this year, three freshmen, you know, still learning, learning the game. I mean, they've been, 
they've been really good defensively for, for the most part. Um, you know, Will made that really great play over his shoulder uh, in short left center field last night. But, you know, they're, they're, they're still making their strides offensively. I know Danny, Danny, Danny's had uh, bits where he is, has really come on. Um, also, Will has, has had, has had times where he has been very good offensively. But, uh, you know, again, they're freshmen and, and they're still learning. And, uh, you know, that's a third of your lineup. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, so, so if you, you, know, you compare it that way, you know, I think, you know, last year probably a little bit better. I mean, if you look at just, just record, record wise, I mean, last year's team was two games better than this year's team at this time. So, you know, I think what, I think, what, are, we, what are we, we're 33 and 18, right? Um, mm-hmm. right. Or actually, I, 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 we're three games, but we're 36 and 15 at this juncture, uh, last year. So, um, well, that's a, that puts it in an interesting perspective that I don't think people just observing the season would have realized that. So, really, not a not a great deal of difference in the win loss record. No, not really. And uh, you know, certainly there's games that 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 we could have and should have won that we didn't. But you know, there's probably a couple games where we won that we probably shouldn't have. So, uh, you know, you know, baseball's a funny game. I mean. You know, it's, it's today. It's all doom and gloom after last night. Where, you know, when you basically you give a game away, you you don't play well defensively, you you don't run well on the bases, you know, and you give one away that you that you you probably should have won. I mean, if you think, you know, if you say to yourself, well, Arthur Tyler's going to give up one earned run, he's going to strike out eight, he's going to go nine innings, he gives up two total runs in the game. You're going to say, yeah, well, your Eagles are going to win that game. But, mm-hmm. you know, it just didn't happen. I mean, you know, and, and, and you know, certainly not happy about it. But, you know, last time I checked, as I look out my window, the sun is out. And, and, <laughs> and, 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 and you know how, you know how quickly this game changes? I mean, right. you know, we could be, we could be ending this time tomorrow getting ready for Saturday's game. You know, and and you know, Florida Atlantic could have lost tonight, and we could have won, and then it's we're back right. to to where we were. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just. No, I agree. No, I agree. Florida Atlantic came very close to losing last night. Had yeah. uh, had four to nothing, I think, at one point of the game. So yeah, it's a, it's an unpredictable baseball game. But I'm glad you I'm glad you clarified that 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 there's only a three game difference in the season one loss record in the same point in time so obviously the opportunity is there to to probably even surpass the number of wins from last year still a lot sure. of baseball left to play right there's still a lot of baseball we got two games left in the regular season you know if, if we reel off four wins next week who's who's going to be talking about right. last night nobody well nobody that's right i mean i mean if we're playing if we're playing for a conference championship a week from Sunday, nobody's going to be talking. They're going to be talking about how we're going to be whoever we're playing on the other side. Right. No, I mean, you're exactly. Just, you're exactly right about that. You know, but I, I get it. I mean, I get why people. You know, but but you know, you just you just that's that's why baseball's such a great game. 
is you get to play just about every day. We get to come back and play tonight, and 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 we'll see no, what happens. Right. And and the team's got a chance to win. The team's got a chance to lose. You know, you just don't you just don't know. You know, I mean, I've I've, yeah. I've been on teams where you go, there ain't no way this team's gonna win, and they figure out a way to win, or or this team's not gonna lose and loses. You know what I mean? I mean right. It's just it's right. just a funny game sometimes. I tell you what, I guess he pitched his last regular season game for the year last night. But uh, it's been fun watching Walker Powell all year. He was outstanding again last night. Man, he's had a lot of complete games, doesn't he, Jack? An unusual number of of nights where this kid has has pitched a full nine innings. Well, there's no doubt. I mean he's he has been he has been our star on the mound this year. He's been the you know, he's been the only consistency that we've had uh, from the map. If you look, if you look at his starts, I guess I'm going to cheat, so don't so don't hold it against me. I got to look at him on the game notes. Right. He has started 13 games. He has eight of our 10 quality starts, and quality. When I mean by quality start, is six or more innings, and you give up three earned runs or less. So he is eight of our ten quality starts this year. We're nine and four, and it starts. And you're typically the Golden Eagles will score runs behind him. You know, uh, he we averaged six point or going into last night, we averaged six point nine runs a start for Walker. Obviously, we only got two last night, but which is probably a big reason why we got beat. But um, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, I mean, he he has been. He has been fun to watch. He doesn't throw a lot of balls. I mean, he 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 gets a lot of first pitch outs. His first pitch outs. Um, he doesn't walk a lot of people. In fact, he's you know strikeout to walk ratio. He's he's up there in the top ten. I think he was ninth uh, going into last night in the country. Mm-hmm. So um, you know he doesn't strike out a lot of guys. I mean, I think he's you know after getting. Eight last night. I think he's at sixty-four for the year, which tops on the ball club. But you know, I mean, we we just we're not. A, I mean, as you know, we're not a big strikeout team, or at least pitching wise. Yeah, yeah. I think we're going to hit a hard break here, and I'm pretty sure Luke's got a question or two for you. So we'll hold you over just a little bit. What what I want you to think about. Uh, when we come back to, if you will, is clarify, because I was asked this last night, where Matt Walner stands now uh, in relationship to the most home runs of a Golden Eagle. I got asked that a few times last night, but I, I, I said, I can tell you who has the answer, and we'll try to get him on the radio show tomorrow. So, uh, Al, if you're listening, Jack's fixed to answer that question when we come back. Jack Duggan on the Eagle Hour. We'll be right back. Southern Miss to the top. 
Welcome back to the Friday edition of the Eagle Hour. We're talking to Jack Duggan, Sports Information Director at the University of Southern Mississippi. Bob and Luke at the First Bank Studio here in Laurel. Dalton back uh, in Hattiesburg directing everything. I'm, I'm always struck, Luke, at how beautiful downtown Laurel is, how active it is, all the bright colors of the buildings. It's just a really cool cool setting. This studio is really neat because there's been so many people that have come from out of town to come see downtown Laurel and we'll just wave at them and they'll wave yeah. back. Real real great Main Street here. No question. Uh, this segment is sponsored by Campus Bookmart and CampusBookmart.net. Want to buy you some new Southern Miss swag? It's the only place to go. If you're listening up in the Delta over Macomb, other parts of the state, you go to CampusBookmart.net and they'll deliver it right to your front door. We thank those good folks. Going to turn it over to Luke here in just a second, Jack. But uh, update us, please, on uh, Matt Walner. How close is he to breaking the home run record? And I think the significance to me about it anyway is that what we're talking about was a record originally set in four years, if I'm correct, and this kid may very well break it in just three. That's that's right, Bob. So last night Matt hit his 51st career home run. He had 19 as a freshman, 16 as a sophomore, and he has 16 this year. Yeah, that's 51. <laughs> he is two behind. <laughs> he is two behind Mark Maddox. He played for the Golden Eagles from 03 to 06. So Mark hit 53. Um. During his his four years for the Golden Eagles, so uh, so Matt needs three to break it, two to tie, three to break it. Um, you know, like I said, he's done it in three in three years. He he uh, he he and Maddox are the only two Golden Eagles to ever hit double digit home runs in three straight seasons. So um, so just you know, hit a majestic shot last night over the center field wall. So he's got at least four games to to break that record. So so I you know, he's got a good shot. I mean I mean he you know, for a while there he was hitting home runs left and right and uh you know he got a couple of hits last night went back over three hundred for the year for a little bit, uh did math. So um so yeah, that's where he's that's where he is on the home run counter here at Southern Miss. And that's just why, Jack, uh, you know, people need to, to come out tonight. They need to come out tomorrow. But you're looking at, uh, you know, stats-wise, what he's done in three years, the most prolific home run hitter in Southern Miss baseball history. Yeah, I would, I would, I would uh, say yes, that is accurate. I mean, he's the only guy, he's the only Southern Miss player to ever win uh, Freshman National Player of the Year. I mean, you know, that's that's pretty elite company. <laughs> you know, he's, he's the be- he was the best freshman in the country two years ago. So, um, you know, he's the first and only guy to, ever, you know, to, to do that at our, at our school. And, you know, that's a, that's a big feather in his cap. And he has, he has continued that storied career over his next two years. You know, he struggled a little bit at times this year. But uh, once uh, April got here, he got – or March and April, he, he he's played a lot better. And, you know, once it got hot, he – he got he got hot uh, as well. So so looking forward to him getting that opportunity to um, to do that. And then you know a couple other streaks, if if I may, if I may interject. Uh, Go ahead. Just while we're talking stat wise, um, uh, Matt Gidry, you know, junior for us, uh, he extended his his uh, reach based 
safely streaked to uh, 46 games last night. Um, I think it's either 46 or 47. I'll have to go back and double check that. But um, but that's that's a pretty incredible feat for 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 Matt. And then um, and then uh, Gabe Montenegro last night uh, uh, extended his current team long hitting streak to 13 games. So those are some numbers to kind of look at as we go through the final two games of the regular season. Jackson, uh, I thought one of the positives uh, from this week was Gabe Shepard's performance, and and really in the last in, in all midweek performances, it was one of the best midweek performances by any pitcher this year. When you look at it, if we get a good start out of Carroll tomorrow, and you were talking about you know the Suns come up this morning, sure. with Shepard's performance uh, Tuesday, you got a chance to go into the conference tournament with four starting pitchers, something that we hadn't had all year. Right, and I, you know that's that was you know that's just what the doctor ordered. You, you know, you're want, you're you're waiting for him to have that breakout start, and and that's what he did. I mean, he was he was pretty dominant against Troy the other night, and uh, you know now now we just need him to to put back put put up back to back starts like that next week. So, you know, he's going to get an opportunity to pitch in the conference tournament, and uh, you know, I imagine he would. You know, should the Golden Eagles win the first couple days, uh, uh, you know, he would pitch either. You know, Friday or Saturday. So, one more question uh, for me: uh, when, when we because we got everybody's thinking hypotheticals. You may not want to get into hypotheticals, but it, it looks like numerically it's it's impossible for the Golden Eagles with the with the win from FAU last night to win the conference uh, regular season title. FAU would have the tiebreaker. Uh, so, Eagles looking at at, at a two seed um, right now. We we ask uh, somebody the other day about it. D- does it really matter, Jack? You know, because everybody plays a first round game in the tournament. Does it really matter whether you're one or two? No, I think the only the, the only thing that matters is is you, is you play to win championships, and that is a championship that you don't win. Um, you know, we still. I mean, we still have a chance to win that. I mean. Um, you know, even if you tie, I mean that's that's a championship, and uh, that would be three in a row for three in a row regular season titles for us. And I know that's something very important to us is is to win conference USA championships. But you know, in terms of seeding, you know, I don't think it's it's that important. I mean, you got to win you got to win at least four games to win the championship. Um, you know, we've been fortunate enough to be. You know, in that championship game, I guess what the last three years, and uh, I certainly know that we would like to do that uh, again here in 2019, and uh, you know, in front of uh, which would be, let's be honest, it would be a pro Southern Miss crowd with uh, the tournament being played in Biloxi, just you know, some 60 to 70 miles from our campus. Or, or, or let me assure you that Tim play. Bennett would like to see that too, Jack. Oh, I, I, yeah, I have no, I have no doubt about that. So uh, I don't think anybody wants to see it more than Tim Bennett. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he is the promoter, so um, there yeah. You go. I mean, I mean, you know, I, you don't know what's going to happen. That's the fun thing about it, and, and you, you know, you, that's exactly you, right. You go in and you want it. You want to. You want to, you want to play well, and you know you want to win, and, and and you know that's what we're going to try to do, and you, you know, and we'll do our best, um, and then hopefully that best is good enough to get us to where that's we can it. play, 
and the following week, the first week in June. Right. So, but we'll see. I mean, it's just. uh, All right. Well, we're about out of time, Jack, but let me let me get you to let our listeners know this real quick. Clarence Weatherspoon officially back with the basketball program. That's that's what I was hearing this morning. Uh, Glad to have Coach Spoon back. Uh, I know he was a heck of an addition uh, a few years back uh, when when Coach Sadler brought him on. And uh, he will continue uh, to do great things for our men's basketball program. No question. Hey, man, we appreciate you coming on the show. want you to know that uh, because of your willingness to always help us out, Luke and I are going to treat you to lunch up in the press box Wednesday at MGM Park, and you can get anything that's on the menu, Jack. It's on us. Well, I was hoping, I was hoping you were going to say, hey, Jack, we're going to next year, we're going we're gonna to cater Dickies for one of your baseball games up in the press box. <laughs> that's what I was hoping we'll work you were going to say. Right, we'll work on enough. that. Jack is uh, Jack. Bob is a taker. He's he's not a giver. Sometimes so <laughs> it's better it's better to re, it's better to uh, receive. All right, Jack. Thank you, buddy. Thanks, guys. I hope to see everybody out at Pete Taylor Park tonight and tomorrow. It's gonna be gonna be a fun couple of days. There you go, Jack Duggan. Everybody, sports information director at Southern Miss. No better one in the country, Luke, than that guy right there. He, he's he's it. And so pick your chin up a little bit. I'm. I was a little tiff last night, like everybody else, uh, and you know it, it is ultimately if if we were to win two, FAU were to lose two, uh, we, we're still regular season champions. Seed wise, the tiebreaker doesn't go to whether or not you're a champion; it goes to whether or not you're a, a, a one seed. So Eagles still numerically in it. Uh, it's just that is a it's just it, it's halfway demoralizing to right. to get beat like that. But let let's be honest, we could have gone to a BCS bowl. Mm-hmm. In 2011, if it weren't for UAB. UAB. What did I say yesterday about yeah, UAB? It all goes back to Larry Fedora. Fedora hung like 70 on UAB one right. year, and, and they have us. got us for the last hey, 10 And years. i got to tell you this. you got to give them some credit, too. They, they have a they have a pretty tenacious old baseball team. That shortstop of theirs made a ESPN highlight play in the ninth inning. And then comes back and, and knocks in the winning run. And they are some base running fools over there, son. They're they... very fast. They're very, very fast. There's no question about that. All right, Golden Eagles and the Blazers again tonight at 6 o'clock. Uh, we hope we'll see you there. All right, when we come back, great news about a former Southern Miss baseball player who is feeling the high life today. We'll be right back with that. To the Eagle Hour. Back on a Friday, want to thank Jack Duggan, SID for Southern Miss, for joining us in those first two segments. Third segment of the Eagle Hour, brought to us every day by 4th Street Bar and Grill, located on 2505 West 4th Street in Hattiesburg. Check them out on Facebook. 4th Street Bar and Grill, proud sponsor 
of the Eagle Hour. Mississippi High School Baseball State Championships going on. Currently, uh, right now, Taylorsville taking on Calhoun City in, uh, in the 2A. Uh, Stringer has a uh, 1A, just fell to Smithville a, a, a little while ago. Summerall playing a little later. St. Martin and DeSoto Central playing a little later. Uh, but in the 5A ranks, former uh, Southern Miss baseball player Trey Sutton uh, was leading the West Jones Mustangs into Game 2 last night. They took Game 1 Wednesday, and they were playing Lafayette uh, last night in Game 2 of the 5A state championship. And about 10.30 last night, this happened. Coming the 2-2 pitch. Breaking ball strike three. The Mustangs are state champions. Saddle up, so-so. You got a state champion coming home. 33 years after their first appearance in a state championship, the Mustangs bring it home. As a former Mustang baseball player, can't tell you how awesome it is that they've won it. Trey Sutton comes back to his alma mater and wins a state championship. Caleb Hamill joining me last night at Trustmark Park. Wow. I got crunk. Caleb actually, Bob, muted my mic on the final out so that I wouldn't yell and and ruin the call. He knows me well. But uh, joining us uh, now on the Eagle Hour, a good friend of mine, Trey Sutton, head coach of the state champion West Jones Mustang baseball team. Sutton, congratulations. Thank you so much. It's uh, been a long time coming, and I know you were excited, and I was excited. Everyone was excited. Uh, everybody who's you know been a part of this program at one point or the other, I think, was was pretty pumped last night. So it was it was outstanding. You're uh, you've been there just a, a few years, and you look at what your team's done. In the playoffs, eight and zero in the playoffs. I was counting up. You, you outscored your opponents, Trey, sixty-five to ten. Pretty amazing run. Yeah, I mean, it. Uh, we actually did the same thing last night. We just got curious and kind of figured it up and looked at it. And uh, I mean, it, that's just a credit to the kids. You know, they they. Uh, <clears throat> I've told a bunch of people this when we when we left Smoky Harrington Park last year. Um, you know, I think they walked out of that park last year losing South State, uh, kind of making up their mind that, you know, we weren't going to have that feeling again. And uh, so we, you know, we played well. You know, we played good baseball all year, but I feel like once we got to the playoffs, they kind of kicked it into another gear and, and had a different look in their eye. And, and uh, you know, the kids just got it done. One of your leaders on the team, and it was probably one of the most emotional uh, moments last night, Dustin Dickerson, who Southern Miss uh, fans should be really, really excited about. He's a, he's a commit for your shortstop. He pitched game one. But really incredible last night, Bobby Dickerson, who uh, his father, who is uh, the defensive coach for the Philadelphia Phillies. Man, Dustin really had no idea his dad was going to show up at the end, did he? No, he didn't. Bobby actually called me about 1 o'clock yesterday and said, uh, you know, he was like, I'm on a plane. If you tell tell anybody, I'm going to kill you. And uh, so, yeah, Dustin had no idea. He, uh, we, uh, me and Gavin, Coach Gavin, were actually, we were kind of playing a game during the, during the game, trying to find, it was like, where's Waldo? We were playing like, where's Bobby? We were trying to pick him out. <laughs> but uh, he, was, he was sitting up in one of the suites, I think. And, um, but, yeah, that was, that was a cool moment whenever, uh, you know, 
we're celebrating and and i just got done talking to dustin and and you know i saw bobby and <laughs> kind of pointed at him and and dustin didn't really know what to think i don't think but i mean you know the the uh the time commitment that that uh bobby's job involves and and him not being able to to be at games you know it's tough on him being a dad and um, but being there to see, I think, I think someone told me it was the first time he'd seen Dustin play a high school baseball game. So if you're wow. going to see one, that's, that's, that's the one you want to see. So that was, that was really cool. Hey, Trey, Bob Getty here. Congratulations, man. We're all really happy for you. Uh, two, I got, I got two things I want to ask you about. Uh, your, your former coach, Corky Palmer, told Luke and I just not too long ago that you were the best hitter he ever coached. What do you think about that? Well, I don't know. I mean, uh, sometimes some of the stuff Corky told me, I wonder if he really thought that or not. <laughs> but he, uh, no, he, uh, you know, that's high praise um, coming from coming from Coach Palmer, someone I respect and love and and appreciate for what he did for me and and teaching me baseball and and how to grow up. And um, but I don't know. I mean. There's a lot of hit, a lot of good hitters that have come through there, and uh, just to be mentioned in the same same breath as some of those guys is, is obviously an honor. Well, he also said that he taught you everything he, you know, and if you won a state championship, he would really be the person responsible for that. Your reaction to that? Well, I, you know, again, I'll go back. He, <laughs> he used to tell me all the time, you know, uh, I made good grades and had a decent ACT, so I, you know. But he always called me the dumbest smart person he ever coached. So I don't, you know, take that the worst. worst. But, uh, he was like, he also said scary. that you were a walking injury. Also, yeah, those last couple of years. So, so as you can tell, he had a lot of positive things to say about me all the time. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, and he, was, I'm kidding you about that. He he didn't take credit. Uh, he didn't take credit for your state championship. But, no, uh, no. He did but say did. you were the best hitter he ever coached. Well, and again, that's high praise. And um, but I did, you know, that that whole coaching staff that I played for down there, Coach Palmer and Coach Barry, and uh, you know, Coach Burroughs, who's over at La Tech now, and uh, Coach Kai was there my senior year. All those guys, um, you know, you learn something from each of them, and and you kind of if you if you go into coaching, you kind of see parts of how you were coached and and how they coached you kind of come out in you as you coach so you know um learned a lot from each and every one of them not just about baseball but but about how to you know grow up and and uh move on with life after baseball you had some great great moments in your college baseball career you truly were an outstanding player uh and now you're a state championship coach. How, can you compare the highlights of your college career to last night? What what did last night mean to you? Well, I mean, I think I think last night was as special a night in my baseball career as as you could have. Um, you know, as a I got here to West Jones as an eighth grader. We moved we moved there uh, moved up here from Hattiesburg, and I didn't want to move. I remember coming home uh, the first day from school and crying because I wanted to go back to Hattiesburg. And my dad was like, uh, we're obviously not doing that, so you just got to figure it out. Uh, but 
you know, ever since I got here, I wanted, you know, I wanted to win a state championship wearing green and got close, um, got close my senior year and, uh, you know, just, just didn't get it done. And you kind of feel like, you know, that's, that was my chance. And then to have the opportunity to come back here and coach, uh, you know, it's, it's just awesome how, how, you know, the road, you know, the, the road that I took to, to get there, uh, you know, you think you're, you're done and you don't have any other opportunities and then you get a chance to come here and coach and you have a bunch of kids like we had this year that, you know, something you dream about doing your whole life, they make it happen for you. So, uh, just really, really cool. Um, I've, I've thought about, I've told the kids this, I don't know how many times. I've uh, I've thought about what that last out would feel like for for years, and uh, you know now having having experienced it, it's it's something you wish you could bottle up and sell because uh, that feeling was was you know indescribable. Glad you just didn't break a collarbone or something in that dog pile, but you're uh, <laughs> well. Your your phone uh, has probably been texted and called more uh, than than a lot in the last uh, you know twelve hours or so. A lot of people in Southern Miss and West Jones have reached out to you, huh? Yeah, I mean it's it's been unreal. I've heard from I think I got on the bus last night and had like seventy three text messages. So uh, a lot of support, and you know that's what you know a special thing about West Jones is is just the support and. Uh, you know, we've talked about it as a team. Um, you know, last night was for a lot more people than just this baseball team. Um, you know, something we stress to our kids is, you know, we're playing for something bigger than just ourselves. We're playing for something bigger than just our team. You know, representing this community and um, the pride that the community and the school takes in, in their their students and their student-athletes. Um to be able to finally be a part of, of bringing a championship to a community that's really deserved one for a long time is unbelievable. Right. Well, Trey, man, we're proud of you, dude. So awesome. I was glad I got to, to watch you lead the Mustangs to state championship. Thanks for representing Southern Miss so well, and thanks for being on the Eagle Hour today. Appreciate y'all having me. Thank you. It's Trey Sutton, former Southern Miss baseball player, and the head coach of the 5A state champion baseball, West Jones Mustangs. Bob and I will close it out on Eagle Hour right after this. The Eagle Hour, Southern Miss to the top. Fourth segment of the Eagle Hour brought to us every day by Gulfport Home Center, the largest inventory and best prices in South Mississippi on manufactured housing. Located on Highway 49 in Gulfport, Gulfport Home Center, proud sponsor of the fourth segment of the Eagle Hour. I want to thank Jack Duggan and Trey Sutton for joining us. Southern Miss uh, back in action tonight, 6 p.m. at the Pete against UAB. Golden Eagles will throw Stevie Powers, the left-handed senior, 3-4 and four on the year with a 4-4 ERA. UAB will counter with a right-hander, Tyler Gates, a redshirt senior, 2-0 and oh, with a 4-9-1. That is a 6 p.m. start tonight. Tomorrow, Cody Carroll gets a start for the Eagles at 1 p.m. A couple of uh, 
different awards uh, to let you know about. Lacey Summerlin and Abby Traha, two uh, Southern Miss Junior shortstop and pitcher, were named all-region selections by the National Fast Pitch Coaches Association this past Thursday. Summerlin, Dan Atrajo, who was the uh, Conference USA Pitcher of the Year, congratulations on those awards. And we had uh, Coach Stewart with the track and field program on earlier this week. Nine individual athletes, Bob, have qualified for ten events for the NCAA East Regionals. McKinley West will compete in the 100 and 200 meter. Ryan Robinson will compete in the 400 meter. Trey Johnson will compete in the 400 meter. Caleb Parker in the 110 hurdles. Eric Richards and Caleb Parker both in the high jump. Eric Washington in the long jump. And, of course, John Warren. So a great job by those athletes getting ready for the NCAA East region. That's a good news as well. A lot of good track news here the last few years. Good news, I think, Clarence Weatherspoon back on the coaching staff. And I know you and I have talked a lot about that off air. And, and you thought that was real important to get him back. Recruiting-wise, I mean, when when Ladner has, has been quoted in saying, in, even in the last week, that he's going to recruit Mississippi like it's never been recruited before. You know, there there is, you know, there's truth to that. He's going to work his tail off. When you go sell a kid on your program, you have a guy on your staff that has 13 years NBA experience. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Right. You know, right. draft pick. Uh, and and Spoon can can sell Southern Miss uh, because you know he's the greatest player to ever play in the history of of our program. So that's just a huge deal. And what that shows you though shows you Jay Ladner's leadership. Because not everybody that can, you know, those two guys both interviewed for the head job. One didn't get it. One got it. For Ladner to come back around, and uh, you know, to to for Spoon to to buy in like that, it's really cool. Men's basketball tweeted out today. It's an old picture of Spoon uh, from in, in his number thirty five, and it says Clarence Weatherspoon returns in his fourth year as an assistant head coach. That was yeah. that was pretty cool. I think that's three coaches now, including including Coach Ladner. With USM backgrounds, right? On yeah, the staff. it is. With uh, Kyle Rohn, who was assistant head coach under James Green. So a lot of Southern Miss going. And again, all you people out there that wanted this, hey, by season Here tickets. it is. Here hey, it is. That's right. Invest. Hey, Old Dominion fights their way into the Conference USA Baseball Tournament last night. So you have five teams secured. Right now it looks like Rice, Marshall, and Texas San Antonio would be the last three, looks like, and obviously that could change. If the tournament were starting tomorrow, Southern Miss would open up against Marshall. And you know what? I like that matchup. I do, too. Um, you're going to be, you know, a, a, a worst-case scenario, you'd be a three. And I don't want that to happen. But you're probably a two-seed. That's probably what you're locked into. Uh, and you you, you got to get a win in game one. You know, if this, if the situation pans out, uh, even if we win this series, we still may be looking at being a bubble team. And guess what? Every game is do or die. You play every game like it's Championship Sunday in order to get into a Starts regional. at 6 o'clock tonight when the Golden Eagles take on, uh, of course, UAB again. Uh, Marshall beat Rice last night 5-4. to four. Texas San Antonio beat Charlotte 4-3. to three. Old Dominion got into the tournament with a 15-4 to four win over Western Kentucky. Florida Atlantic came from, they were four runs down. Look, it was four to nothing at one point. And Florida Atlantic won five to four in the 11th inning. Louisiana Tech uh, beats uh, Florida International three to nothing. And we're not going to repeat the UAB score. You know what that is. So, uh, plenty to play for tonight. Let's hope we have a great last Friday night crowd of the year. 
Stevie Powers on the mound, kid that's done an awful lot for the program. Uh, it'll be fun tonight at Pete Taylor Park. And and this is a cool cool type of week. You got uh, some high schools that are graduating. You kind of got little little freedom in the air, right? School the school cycle is about to be broken. And, uh, you know, it's a little breezy outside, eh? a little warm, but the peach should be rocking tonight. should be great. Uh, Bob, I notice uh, you have your Rutgers uh, shirt on today. Would be HTTR, my friend. Hail to the Redskins. Hail to the Redskins. Who, who maybe probably had the, the best first round of any team this year in the they NFL. They did. Draft. I think you yeah. may be right about yeah. that. Hey, note to school real quick. Next year, when you're penciling in graduation ceremonies at Reed Green, cross-check that with home conference baseball games. And try not to schedule Petals High School graduation across the street from a conference baseball game, both starting at the same time. Make a preacher want to get mad, you know what I mean? I'm telling you, brother, it was gridlock on 4th Street uh, last night before and after the baseball game. Come on, think, people, think. They just didn't. No, they didn't. It happens. All right, see you at the Pete tonight. Uh, Luke and I back Monday down at the Conference USA Baseball Tournament Wednesday and Thursday. Sully's next Friday. Going to be a fun week, and uh, we hope you'll join us. Until Monday, everybody, Southern Miss. To the top. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the Mississippi Media Production.